Hello, and welcome to Big Bandit Gaming. I have a little bit of a bonus episode here. It's just me, Troy, today. Uh, what I thought I would do is I have, as you can probably read from the title, I am making a tier list. And I'm looking at the Final Fantasy series today, so that's the main core series. So it won't include things like Crisis Core or Final Fantasy Tactics or anything that isn't one of the core ones, even though I think, for the record, Crisis Core and Tactics would be pretty high up on here. Um, another notable shout-out is if Chrono Trigger was in here, that would be an automatic guess. So keep that in mind. Um, so let's just jump right in here. Everyone, everyone here has seen the tier list before, so you know what's going on. I have S through E, and I will rank them in the order... It's interesting, right? Because you can make a tier list on, you know, like take seven on how influential it was to games or to like people who played it around the same time. But this is a personal list. So seven, if we're talking about influential games, yes, it would be an S, but you will see where seven falls on my list. And I hope you're still watching after that happens. All right, so let's jump right into one. Um. Before I actually, before I even jump in here, uh, I did not play all of these in the order they were released. Um, one came out before I was born, like in the 80s. So that right there should make sense. I think my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy X. And I played, I've either beaten or played everything on here, at least a little. Um, so I played most of these all out of order and that really, um, you'll see that where that affects where things land on the list. So let's just jump in here. Uh, I have Final Fantasy one. Now I played the, uh, PS one re-release origins, which, uh, fixed a lot of problems one had originally where it was turn-based. It'd be where you'd choose all your attacks and all your characters would go in, in, in order. So you didn't choose individually uh, what your characters were doing. Um, I don't think that happened until 4. There was no active time battle. Um, and they fixed it so if you kill an enemy, your characters, they used to miss. And now they don't do that. They just go to a different target if, if, um, if there's nothing to hit there anymore. So Origins did a lot, did like a graphical update, it uh, redid the music, it put a lot of quality of life changes in, so I would keep that in mind. If you're replaying these games, at this point you would probably be playing um, the remasters on Steam or something like that, or even like the GBA one. Alright, so Final Fantasy 1. Um, I would put Final Fantasy 1 in B. Because it's just still a really solid game. Um, I I wouldn't I don't want to say there's too much negative other than uh, there's some objectives in it that aren't like super clear that these days you would just need to look up because who has time to just go around a map uh, trying to figure out where where to go next. Uh, so it can be a little uh, confusing on what to do next, but. Otherwise, it's pretty well balanced. At least the re-releases all are. And uh, yeah, it's just a really solid game um, to this day. So let's see. Where is 2? I should have put these in order before I started, but here we are. So Final Fantasy 2 is a little bit of a black sheep. Um, it 
would probably be uh, Final Fantasy 2. Um, it would probably be, go between D and E. It's one I've never finished. Uh, I don't like the way you level up in that game. The, so the difficulty spikes are all over the place. It's cool that there's more of a story than in one, but uh, it's not. It doesn't make or break the game. Um, some cool music, of course. All of these have cool, cool music, no matter where they go on the list. But you know, I can, I, I, I can change this as we go, if need be. But I'm going to put it in D for now. Um, all right. So let's see what we got here. Actually, let's put it in E. I, 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 I would skip this if you are looking to get into the series. Um. All right, so three. Three is another interesting one because uh, both two and three didn't come to, into the U.S. till much later. Uh, this two only came into the U.S. once the PS1 re-release came out, and same with three. Um, three actually came much uh, late, even later than two. It came out on a DS version, and three's okay. I had three introduced uh, the job system, which is a, uh, which is gives you a lot of options. Uh, I mean, a lot of Final Fantasy has a lot of our games, like Bravely Default, uh, pretty much still have the core of the job system in them. But the characters don't have much personality. They all start as, like, the same class. So uh, it's not like our next game where, you know, you have, like, a dragoon or a white knight, you know. Like, uh, there's some really good classes that kind of align with the characters. Um, so... Yeah, I would put three in the D tier. Only thing I'll say about three as is that its soundtrack is incredible. Uh, the uh, the version I originally played was the DS version, which was the first uh, re-release, and I don't love the art style they've gone with. Um, it's kind of that chibi Square Enix thing that like Bravely Default is still doing, and I really don't like how it looks. The uh, the original pixel art. Uh, is still really good looking like the nes and the soundtrack like i said is actually top tier so if anything uh that what puts it above the e tier just just because of the soundtrack and if you're gonna play one through six these days um they just put the remasters on switch or sorry on steam and hopefully they come to switch and consoles pretty soon um so there is three so next we got four, and that was the first Super Nintendo uh, Final Fantasy released in the U.S. Uh, it was Final Fantasy two to uh, to to the Western world, but in order in Japanese order, it is number four. So I would put same thing with four. I think I played the three um, DS remake of it first, and I kind of regret that because I do not like the way those games look. But it is a better game than um three and two uh so with four um it like i said i didn't play it in order i feel like if i would have played it in order four would have blew my mind back in the day but i think i played four after i played six which is the us three um so um it's really good like i said strong characters really good themes uh like the theme of love is still a really big final fantasy theme um you go to the moon which is awesome um so there there's some cool stuff happening in four um good character moments too so i'm gonna put that right there right in c that feels like a good place for four 
All right, so let's see, five. So five is one I have never beaten. I've gotten pretty far, but I've never beaten it. And uh, five takes the job system from three and kind of expands it into a much better system. Um, I'm pretty sure five is the one where you can take abilities from other classes and kind of make hybrid classes. So uh, five um, is really where the um, job system kind of took off and it's kind of what like Bravely Default's bread and butter is. It all comes from this one. Uh, it's another one that I didn't release in the US till the PS1 versions came out. Um, five. I would put five probably right along four for me personally. There are people that would rate it higher for sure. But um, mm, I it just never struck me in the same way. Like I said, I think I played six before I played four and five. And that was, I kind of went for the best of that Super Nintendo trilogy first. So that kind of really colored how I was looking at four and five. Um, so yeah, those are not bad games. And there are people that I know would put four and five somewhere along this, the upper tier here. So, all right, let's see. Um, three, 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 three. Oh, three, six. All right. So, here is Final Fantasy VI, which is technically Final Fantasy III in the U.S. But once seven came out, they corrected all that. Um, so six is great. <laughs> Six is one of the best Final Fantasies ever made. Super influential. Um, really started, really uh, led into what Final Fantasy would be, which would be a big cinematic, character-driven uh, kind of epic. Um, so yeah, Six has like the opera, opera scene, which is really awesome. Some really good character moments with like Celis. Um also, I love how six kind of fakes you out at the end, and there's like another game after. Right when you think you're you're about to beat the game, something crazy happens midway through. I won't spoil it, but it's very it's very neat, and you don't see it that much today. And I love when games have like fake fake endings, and there's just more like a uh, symphony. Once I can think of it, like Symphony of the Night. Uh, more recently, Dragon Quest Eleven has like four of them. Uh, and whether you liked it or not, Metal Gear Solid Five has like a good fake credit sequence, and I think that's what Near makes the whole Near series really good. So, yeah, that stuff's really cool. Uh, but yeah, Six fits right along. A uh, like an amazing soundtrack, a lot of good characters. Um, yeah, and like I said, best way to play one through six is that those Steam re-releases. They did a pretty good job with those. All right. So moving on to seven. Okay. So this one is the one I'm going to have to explain. Um, so seven, I played maybe like one of the last ones I played before I caught up. Because I, I got into Final Fantasy right before 12 came out. Um, so 10 was my first. And I played them in the order I could get them. They weren't, you know, this was before digital purchases for this stuff was available so i would just wait till my local game store would um would have these games for ps1 ps2 and they never had seven so finally they had seven uh, there and i picked it up but that was after i played like pretty much everything on this list 
So it was like one of the last ones. Um, and same thing with the way it ran with six is I had played nine and eight before seven. And um, one of those games are my favorite is my favorite Final Fantasy. But um, so I'm going to put seven in C just because um, it aged. It, it definitely aged. It didn't. I, I you know, I had been playing. I had played Final Fantasy 10 at that point. So like the graphics and the music and the expansiveness of it, it didn't hit me as hard as it would have in, you know, like 97 when 3d games were just coming into their own. I'm sure I would have had my mind blown as well, but you know, I'd already played nine, eight, 10. I was probably already playing 12 before I even got seven. No, for sure. Yeah. So like open world games and uh, not that seven's necessarily an open world, but you know what I mean? Uh, having a game that big wasn't, uh, as big a deal. And so, um, I'll put seven there and just to make it worse, I, if crisis court was on this list, it would be above seven. Uh, and so with the remake, so there you go. Sorry, everyone. Um, hopefully you're still watching. All right. So moving on final fantasy eight and like, I think like two, well, no, not like two. This one is a divisive one i i feel like everyone knows two is kind of eh. but uh eight's pretty divisive um just because of its battle system uh, the junction system where you kind of absorb like abilities from enemies or like magic and then you put those magic towards stats like your strength or your hp and it's a weird way of leveling up um and so either you really like that system it kind of it's kind of for people that like want to mid max and grind and like you can overpower your character really quickly, um, which is cool. Uh, so if you, and I honestly I think it's one of the best soundtracks in the series, and uh, it's like edgy as as Squall could be. He, you know, I I do like the cast. I like the whole flying military school thing, very anime. Um, so yeah, I really like eight to this day. Um, so I would put eight right at a good B. That seems like a good place to be. Um, and I didn't even talk about two's battle system earlier. Two had it was kind of like that. It's kind of a better version of two's. Two, uh, the more you did something, the more it level up. So, like the more you attacked with your sword, your sword would level up. But um, you could break it. <laughs> the more you got hit, your HP leveled up. So you could just tell your guys to hit each other and just kind of like overpower yourself early. But not in a fun way. You just kind of felt like you were cheating, and the get west rest of the game was kind of broken. Um, all right, so we're on two. Okay, Final Fantasy 9, which is for the record, this is my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, it wasn't my first, but uh, I it takes everything one through six did and the strength of like seven and eight in the PS1. But at this point, they had played you know, they had been making PS1 games for a while, Square Enix. So I would say nine. Nine is definitely S tier for me. That is, that is the cream of the crop right there. And you know, it's not perfect. Um, loading times were a little iffy between battles, and I think that um, there might have been too many random battles uh, in the dungeons. But you can really look past that. It's uh, all the characters, the story. It's super charming. Uh, like I said, the graphics are amazing. Uh, actually, the best way to play 
is you um you can get it on Steam and then you can download mods. I think it's called the Mogiri mod, and it took all the backgrounds and like AI upscaled them and it looks like made it widescreen. It looks amazing. Uh, there are rumors that Nine's gonna get like a remaster or re-release. It already got like a re-release on PS4 and Steam and stuff, but like a a remake, which would be crazy. I I don't know if those are true or not, but I would be all for it. Uh, so yeah, Nine is right up there. All right. So Final Fantasy X. Um, so X was my first. So uh, what got me into the series in the first place was actually Kingdom Hearts. Um, because in Jimny's journal, you could look at the character like descriptions and bios and all the Final Fantasies. It would list which Final Fantasy they were. And I was like, oh, that these characters were from different games. Okay. And finally, the one I picked up was uh, 10 on PS2. And instantly, it, it was kind of a game changer uh, for me because I had not played too many RPGs before that. And that, that really got me into more... I would probably say it got me out of just playing platformers and um, licensed games and things like that. So, yeah, 10 is pretty important game for me. As much as I love 10, I would not put it in S tier just because um, it has some like late game problems and difficulty spikes. And there are things that make it kind of hard to play the 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 trials and stuff, but I would put it at probably A tier for me. I, I still think actually the visuals really hold up. Um, all the music is like amazing. Um, the voice acting is, is the one thing you kind of have to just deal with. Uh, it was really early in that game. Um, it was like an early PS2 game, so only a few games have done voice acting and fewer than that did it well. So 10 is pretty awkward. There's the laughing meme and everything. But I mean, not to say there isn't good voice acting. Like I think Oren and Lulu and stuff are really good. Um, so yeah, it's it, 10's still great. Uh, really cool battle system too. It kind of does that like uh, timeline type thing. So it got away from the active time battle that like 4 through 9 all did. Um, all right. So moving on, so 11 is probably the Final Fantasy I have the least experience in, just because it was an MMO that came out when pff, I don't even think my house had internet. So um, I wouldn't put it on the like lower tiers just because I haven't played it, because 11 is a pretty important game for Square and for MMOs, just because it was the first... It was the first online Final Fantasy, but it was also the first MMO that did cross-play between uh like consoles and pc um not the first game because i think dreamcast definitely did some of that but first mmo that did cross play in that way later 360 um it would probably be it was a game before world of warcraft so it, it's a pre-wow mmo which should say a lot to you already so it's a little hard to go back to from what i understand i've played a little and yeah it's it's pretty rough uh, but it is important to Square and MMOs and what would later be, you know, Final Fantasy 14. All right, so I'm going to put 11. No, I'll put it in C. I'll put it in C. That seems like a decent place for it. All right, let's see. Um, 11. So now we're moving on to 12. And 12 is an interesting one. Um, 
it was by the director of Final Fantasy Tactics, headed up it. And uh, as as far as I know, he might have left before the game was finished, which kind of explains the kind of weird abrupt ending that doesn't wrap everything up they were building up to. So that's a weird ending. But uh, Final Fantasy Twelve is cool. It it kind of started that whole like single player MMO type gameplay that like Xenoblade and things like that later ran with. Um, yeah, the visuals are amazing to this day. They they really hold up. Like those remasters, um, you know, look better than PS3 games. Um, so yeah, Final Fantasy XII, really cool setting, uh, different composer. So kind of gives it a different feel. I think the composer of Tactics and Vagrant Story and stuff did this. Um, so I would put twelve probably in B for me, just because it was kind of a really cool different game for someone who had never played like an MMO at that point. Um, uh, I thought it was the, it was really cool to be able to like program your allies and yeah, 12 is a cool game. All right. So moving on to 13. Okay. Ah, 13. So 13 for context came out like during the PS3 era and that's when like the Japanese market were not, they were not ready for like HD uh, gaming. A lot of, a lot of them opted to stay with the handhelds just cause they couldn't, they just didn't know what to do. Uh, but when they did, it, they kind of really Westernized games instead of like making, oops, uh, making it their own. They really just tried to like ape what the West was doing, which to be fair, the West was making much better, bigger games uh, during this era, you know, while, <laughs> while they were releasing things like white knight chronicles and just like really subpar uh, jrpgs i mean you were getting fallout and oblivion and you know it makes sense why jrpgs fell out of favor around this era and square saw that and they tried to do a different thing with 13 i don't know if it quite worked out um 13 visually it looks really good really incredible for the time but it you could tell it really suffered uh their their game design um i i know 10's linear too a lot of people say well you like 10 why don't you like 13 and it's just like 10 at least still had villages and it 10 had a lot going on in it and 13 really is just kind of a straight shot until you hit that open world and even that open world is like there's not much to do um music again awesome um so i would put 13 probably right around d for me personally um, it was pretty disappointing at the time. It still is. I, I, I tried going back to 13 multiple times and it's just not, I just have not been able to do it. Um, so yeah, I would say, and as far as, um, that whole trilogy, we're just about to talk to 13 through 13, three, I think that's the lowest point for final fantasy just cause they didn't know what to do with the, with the series. Uh, they were still getting grips with the hardware and this is, the Japanese game market in general. I mean, with few exceptions, like this is when Demon Souls and Dark Souls were coming out. So like they were making, there were still really cool stuff coming out of Japan. But in like the JRPG market, it wasn't until like 2013 or 12. I, I think, uh, uh, what was it? It was uh, Xenoblade, Chronicles on the Wii, Last Story on the Wii, um, Nino Kuni, and uh, Fire Emblem Awakening and Persona 4 Golden all came out like within six months of each other. And those are like, <laughs> some of those are like all time greatest JRPGs. Uh, and they all released within six months. And so 
coming out and that was right at the tail end of that generation so coming into into the ps4 they really started to nail down okay we know the entire you know japanese gaming market was really starting to get to grips with everything and they just decided you know we're just going to continue making our own games the way we did in the ps2 era and you know now now today i I mean japanese games are again like the biggest games in the world resident evil you know elden ring all that stuff so yeah it's just kind of a rough era for that and final fantasy was right in the middle of that not doing too hot but uh let's just move on to 13 2 which is a better game than 13 not the greatest game but better so i might put 13 2 just right above it um and yes people seeing that 13 2 is as good as final fantasy 7 they might freak out about that but you know what that's okay and you know actually now looking 13 2 i realized i skipped over 10 2 um 10 2 oof I would put 10-2 probably right at 13-2 level 2. 10-2 had a different director, totally different, like like Final Fantasy X is a very melancholy game, Um, and 10-2 has like a very different vibe going to it, but there's kind of like a... a, a, People just say, oh, that's the pop game. They kind of like were disrespectful to what 10 was trying to do, but that's true in some sense, but in in another, 10-2 actually has some really kind of uh kind of dark moments like the first time you go back to xanderkin and you see that they made it into like a tourist attraction and if you played through 10 that that area is like it's kind of like a like a holy land in that game like it had like real significance so there's some like like going through it and see it treating like a tourist center it's kind of you know it has those moments of like oh wow they're going for something here i don't know if they stick to landing most of the time but um again awesome music um it actually didn't use samples from the ps2 like sound library it kind of used like real instruments and recordings and yeah that soundtrack is actually really good too all right so let's go back so i did 13.2 and now here is lightning returns and i have never been able to get (laughs) anywhere in lightning returns because i cannot stand its tone and lightning as a character and whatever they're trying to do it's just nonsense it makes zero sense i've heard like the punch out gameplay is actually pretty cool but the game itself just won't let me get to that point it's just nonsense cutscenes, and oh i can't yeah i've tried trust me i tried i i downloaded it on the backwards compatibility for xbox because it like increased it to like 4k and um 60 frames and even with that i was just like it's not worth it it's not worth it so i'm gonna put lightning returns right below e and that was kind of where the trilogy 13 leads off for me so yeah just not the greatest time for uh final fantasy um all right so next 14 um 14's a weird one because it started out so poorly uh 14 if they didn't remake if yoshi p didn't come in and they didn't reboot 14 um that would be this would be like an e-tier game this would be i mean at least these are functional games it might be below e-tier it was that bad that dire which is probably what they why they did what they did which is bring yoshi p in and pretty much build a new final fantasy 14 and release alongside it so that new final fantasy 14 
is awesome. One of my, like, <laughs> becoming one of my favorite games ever. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's not perfect either. Like, they had to, um, the first part of A Realm Reborn, the, uh, the when they rebooted it, they had to do it so fast that if you replay it these days, it's just not to the quality the expansions would get to as far as, like, story and uh, variety and, and things like that. But it's just such a solid, fun game. The community is awesome. Um, it's really blown up in the last few years. But every expansion, even though I thought Shadowbringers was a fair bit better than Endwalker, um, it still didn't disappoint. And It's just, like, a really good... It's just... They, they balance, like, fan service and their own story. Uh, the, the soundtrack is amazing. Uh, the fact that the 14 team is ahead of 16, is heading up 16, gives me just the utmost confidence that that game is going to be just a killer game. So, yeah, I would put 14 probably in S tier. Um, just, just for the expansions alone, like, um, you know, just for, like, Shadowbringers and Heaven's Word and you know, and Walker's great too, and Shadowbring is all right, but whatever. I mean, it's just been 10 years of awesome content and really good community feedback, and Yoshi P and team is, they deserve, they deserve that S tier spot. They, they put so much work into this game. So, yeah, um, and that moves us on to 15. 15 is disappointing because the original trailers looked really awesome. Like uh, the way Noctis would like throw a sword around and warp to it. Like there, you just, it made your mind wander and be like, wow, there's, there'd be really cool. Like gameplay. It almost looked like an uncharted version of final fantasy when they first showed it. And when it came out, I mean, this was a troubled game. It was like 10 years in development. It switched directors from Normora to, uh, ah, I forget what his name is, but he directed crisis core. Um, so it just had a really troubled long development and it kind of shows, um, they made this open world and there's not all that much to do in it. And then halfway through the game, it stops becoming an open world and becomes more like one of Fantasy 13 and time jumps. And yeah, it's just kind of a mess near the end. Um, so 15, had a lot of potential, but a lot of wasted potential in my opinion. So I'm going to put that right along. 13 and to be fair i've not played 15 since it launched so i know a lot of dlc maybe but everything i've seen has not been enough for me to go back you know um it was just disappointing okay and last i have 12 revenant wings which is it's it's almost not shouldn't be on this list it's really not a main tier game but it, it was just a ds tower defense game uh, that had Final Fantasy twelve characters in it, and technically it was a direct sequel, but it barely had anything going on. Like I said, it was just a tower defense game, so it's fine for what it is, but I'm just going to put it right. I'll just put it in E. It's not great. It's just kind of there. Um, all right, and then for the after years, uh, this was a WiiWare title, um, and it was a sequel to 4. I forget what the timeline is. I think it takes place like five years after, and that's not it's it's from what i've heard and what i played it's not great it, it i don't know what went wrong in development i mean there's a lot of reasons why it's not great but it just isn't so you know you can just play four proper and you'd probably be good but yeah that's kind of where the final fantasy series sits in my head uh there's not i think the most controversial thing on this list is probably seven's placement 
uh, alongside 13-2 and 10-2 and, and 4. Um, I could see that. I know not every list. You're going to always disagree. But, uh, but yeah, that kind of that kind of lays it out. So, yeah, like I said, that 9 remake, I hope it happens because that game deserves it. It's kind of um, people came off of um, 7 and 8. And that's what Final Fantasy was. Like a lot of people jumped in at seven, so they thought it was kind of like a like a futuristic, kind of steampunky thing. And then when nine came out and was harkening back to like one through six with kind of its medieval cartoony characters, I think a lot of people wrote it off. And Final Fantasy ten was really so close. Um after nine, a lot of people just waited and played ten. And that's a shame because nine is amazing. And I over time I feel like nine's kind of gotten its due online. Uh, a lot of people, have, you know, that played nine. It is their favorite Final Fantasy. It's it's pretty incredible. So yeah, and fourteen uh, with Final Fantasy sixteen coming up, um, that'll be next year. I just have a lot of confidence in it. It's by the FF fourteen uh, team. Uh, Yoshi P is a producer, but you know the director, the um, the composer, like all of them are just like leads in FF fourteen, and they've been making like you know amazing expansions for almost a decade now for 14 so um at least character wise and i i mean the combat looks awesome they they got a dmc5 guy in there and that's that's a that's cool so yeah nothing nothing i've seen of 16 is making me worry and knowing 14 teams pedigree i i think that game is going to be really special so we'll see where that lands hopefully next year that'd be awesome it looks like there hasn't been an S. Well, I guess 14 for me is the most recent one and deserves. But uh, I would love for Final Fantasy to come back into relevancy after the 13 trilogy falling on its face so hard and deservedly. I just, I don't know what they're thinking. Um, but yeah, that is my Final Fantasy tier list. Uh, thanks for sticking with me. And this is just a bonus episode, so I'll probably release this in between one of our main ones we'll see uh, but yeah thanks for listening in if you're listening to podcasts or if you're on youtube and seeing me endlessly scroll my page up and down my mouse which is probably annoying i just realized <laughs> and uh thanks for showing up all right see you guys soon bye